Hi everyone. I wanted to put together a series of episodes on the heroes and villains of the coronavirus epidemic. I even had a couple of jingles prepared. COVID heroes. Corona villains, Corona villains, their disdain for science will do us all in. But a lot of the charts I wanted to look at aren't all that interesting, and several of them don't even have confirmed birth times. Is it true that California Governor Gavin Newsom's birth nakshatra helps explain his movie star good looks and sometimes unfortunate taste in women? Yes. Does Missouri Governor Mike Parson's chart help explain his seeming disregard for the well-being of the people of his state? Yes. And do I have a theory that Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer's stated birth time is four minutes off due to her interest in infrastructure and the fact that she has stepchildren? Also, yes. But these do not make for interesting episodes. Although, if you disagree with me, feel free to email me at astrosplained at gmail.com. However, there's one chart I found that I do want to share with you. It doesn't just explain the subject's life up to now, which has been very interesting. It also sheds some light on what we should expect from this person in the future. And what a future it is. So, sit back and enjoy. That was a little taste of the timeless classic, I Love You, Oh No, by The Plastics. This song was later covered by Stereo Total under the title, I Love You, Oh No, in honor of Ms. Yoko Ono. Now, long before I became your friendly neighborhood astrologer, I wrote my own cover of this song, an ode to Burmese cuisine lovingly called, I Love You, Oh No. Oh no, of course, is Burmese for coconut milk. But that never went anywhere. So imagine my glee when I realized that the name of today's subject lends itself perfectly to the opening line of the Plastic's immortal song. My name is Charles, and this is Astrosplained, episode 12, entitled, I Love You, Cuomo. Welcome to Astrosplained, where we use Indian astrology to examine the lives of the famous and, every now and then, the infamous. I'm Charles, your friendly neighborhood astrologer, and today we're looking at New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. Andrew Mark Cuomo was born on December 6, 1957, in New York, New York. I couldn't find a birth time for Governor Cuomo, but I've done a little rectifying, and it is the official position of this podcast that Andrew Cuomo was born at 11.33 a.m. Why? First, 11.33 gives us an Aquarius ascendant. You remember that the 10th house of a horoscope is the house of the career, right? An Aquarius ascendant for Cuomo yields a fascinating 10th house. Saturn and the Sun are there. 
Saturn rules Aquarius. And so having Saturn in the 10th house suggests that the career is going to be an important part of Cuomo's life. Okay, sure, fine. Who's the career not important to? I mean, a girl's gotta eat, right? Let's keep going. The sun represents leadership. In the 10th house, the sun has what is called directional strength. This is because the 10th house represents midday, and midday is when the sun's rays are the strongest. Makes sense, right? But Charles, I hear you say, the sun should be in the 10th house in one out of every 12 birth charts. So it's not that uncommon. And that's true. But here's the kicker. For an Aquarius ascendant, Saturn rules the first house, and the sun rules the seventh house. So having these planets in the same house creates a Dharma Karma Adipati Yoga. And since this is in the tenth house, we should expect great things from the career, especially in the areas of leadership, because of the sun, and managerial capacity, because of Saturn. In Cuomo's chart, the sun, in addition to being directionally strong, is in Scorpio. This magnifies what they call the sun's cruel nature. He might not be the friendliest boss in the world, but he is almost certainly a capable leader. And I should say here that a DKA formed by the lords of the first and seventh houses from the ascendant is not particularly strong, but Cuomo's is an exception because his first and seventh lord DKA is also a fourth and ninth lord DKA when counted from the moon. And you can see this for yourself. If you rotate his chart so that the moon is in the first house, you see that the sun owns the fourth house and Saturn owns the ninth. Fourth and ninth lord DKAs tend to be strong. The Aquarius Ascendant also helps to explain Cuomo's relationship history. His first marriage ended in a nasty divorce, and his next long-term relationship ended last year. He's currently single, and profiles about him often highlight the extent to which he is something of a loner. More on that later. Cuomo's got a lot of great stuff in this chart. A beautiful, exalted moon, the DKA in his career house, which we've already talked about, and some other stuff too. But this is not a great chart for love. For one thing, he's got Leo in his seventh house, which is the house of the spouse. And Leo is owned by the sun, which, as we have mentioned, is very hot in this chart. He might not have been the most agreeable partner. And the sun in the 10th house might have made him prioritize his career, especially since Saturn aspects Cuomo's 7th house. But what I really like about this birth time is that it puts Cuomo's ascendant in the nakshatra of Danishta. Much of what I have already said about Cuomo, the leadership, the unfortunate relationship history, applies to Danishta people in general. But in addition to this, Danishta gives us three traits that I think speak to Cuomo's life thus far. First, because the deity that rules Danishta is associated with property, Danishta people can have a link to property or real estate issues. And matters related to real estate have been a constant theme in Cuomo's career. He founded and later ran the Housing Enterprise for the Less Privileged, um, called HELP, in 1986. 
and later he led New York City's Homeless Commission from 1990 to 1993. His work on homeless issues strikes me as especially Danishta-like, because in addition to real estate, Danishta people like to do good deeds. And then, of course, he was Bill Clinton's Secretary for Housing and Urban Development. Make sense? Third, Danishta people often feel out of place, like they're strangers in a strange land or otherwise misunderstood in some way. They are functional. In fact, they can be highly successful, like Barack Obama, another famous Danishta person. But how many times have you heard Obama referred to as aloof or detached? It's a similar story with Cuomo. Any profile you read on him describes how he hates schmoozing and glad-handing, and how he likes to go to diners by himself or take long walks with his dog in Central Park. He's known to leave parties without even saying goodbye. <sighs> a man after my own heart. Okay, enough about that. We're in Danishta, so we just need to figure out when the portion of Danishta that is in the sign of Aquarius was rising on Cuomo's birthday. Our window is between 11.26 and 11.43 a.m. Now, Cuomo had a very busy Jupiter Dasha. He got married at the very beginning of it. He had children. He got divorced and he became HUD secretary. So we just have to play around with his birth window until we get Jupiter where we want him to be across the relevant Amshas. And this gives us a birth time of about 11.33 a.m. Now that that's out of the way, why is it that Cuomo's response to the COVID-19 crisis has been so much more reassuring than Donald Trump's? For starters, Cuomo has a very nice ascendant the benefic planet Jupiter aspects it, and the ascendant lord, Saturn, makes some very positive yogas. Moreover, Cuomo's moon, which represents the mind, is exalted, is in the fourth house, which is the house of the mind, and is in a nakshatra that he owns. So this is a very happy moon. And the fact that the moon is in the fixed sign of Taurus gives Cuomo a even-keeled kind of personality. Trump's moon, on the other hand, is in Scorpio, his sign of debilitation, in a nakshatra whose name means foremost. This is not shocking. Scorpions sting humans when they feel threatened. And what does Trump do whenever a reporter confronts him with his blatant lies? He belittles them. And what did he do when he learned that more Americans have died from COVID-19 than on September 11th? He tweets about his ratings. Foremost, indeed. Okay, so I think it's time to land this plane. What do we think Governor Cuomo's next steps might be? He has already said that he plans to run for re-election in 2022. And since he's a Democrat running in New York, I think it's safe to say that he will win that one. But what does his chart say about his chances of winning, say, a higher office. Cuomo is in his Saturn Rahu period right now. In general, we should expect his Saturn Dasha to be auspicious because Saturn is the lord of his ascendant. 
is in a good house and forms some good yogas. In terms of the career, in addition to the Sun, Saturn, Dharma, Karma, Adipati Yoga in the 10th house, Cuomo's got Aquarius in the ascendant of his career Amsha. That's good. When an Amsha's ascendant is the same as your birth chart ascendant, it means that the area represented by that Amsha will be very important throughout your life. And I suppose this could be a good or a bad thing, but with Cuomo's career Amsha, he has Saturn in Aquarius, which is the house that Saturn owns. So this bodes very well for his career. And to top it all off, there's a nifty little trick that you can do with nakshatras, dashas, and bhuktis to see if a bhukti will be good, bad, happy, or sad. Based on this method, I would advise Cuomo not to make a last-minute play for the 2020 Democratic nomination. I would, however, encourage him to run in 2024 when he will be in his Saturn-Jupiter book tea. An opponent would need a very strong chart indeed to beat a Cuomo 2024 presidential bid. And there you have it. You can write to me at astrosplained at gmail.com with any questions you might have or to request a consultation. You can find us on Instagram at astrosplained underscore podcast. And update, we are now on Twitter. Ah! Who would have thunk? Appropriately enough, our handle is at astrosplained. So follow, say hi, slide into my DMs, or not, I don't really know what that means. And as always, please subscribe to Astrosplained on your podcast app of choice. In fact, subscribe across various podcast apps. You're stuck at home. What else are you going to do? And once you've done all that, check out my friend Travis's show, The Queer Male Canon Podcast, and let me know which of the authors he's covered you think deserves an Astrosplained special episode. <coughs> Herman Melville. <coughs> goodness, I'm parched. I'm also Charles, your friendly neighborhood astrologer, and I thank you for listening to Astrosplained. <laughs>